This lesson from this week's Parsha is from the Kutte Siches Chelek Yudalad, volume 14, Parsha Shoftim Sicha number 2. When a person brings a korban, there are two aspects to what is happening. The first aspect is the objective that korban is, is being brought. The second aspect is the subjective. There is a person who is bringing a korban. Practically, what's the difference between these two aspects of the exact same act? The difference would be found, for example, there was a time before the Beis HaMikdash was built when the Jewish people were allowed to bring a korban outside of the Beis HaMikdash on a temporary mizbeach, on a temporary altar called a bama. Once there was a permanent permanent spot established for Karbanas, the Bama became forbidden. But in the time when the Bama was permitted, even then, not all Karbanas could be brought on a Karban. Could be, not all Karbanas could be brought on a Bama. Only voluntary Karbanas could be brought, but a Karban which was an obligation which a person was responsible to bring for whatever reason could not be brought on a bama. What's the distinction? The power of a bama to create a sanctity that allows for a carbon to be brought is limited. It can only accomplish the objective that a carbon can be brought. That you're not simply taking an animal and slaughtering it, but rather it it gains the holiness of a carbon. It can accomplish the objective, but it cannot accomplish the subjective experience of a carbon. The person who has the obligation cannot fulfill his obligation on a bama because it, the holiness of the bama doesn't reach past the objective experience of an animal being brought and gaining the status of a carbon. The individual experience does not happen. And therefore, if you have a personal obligation, there's no way to fulfill it on a bama. But there is an amazing exception to this rule. And that is, after bamas became forbidden, if a navi, if a prophet would tell a Jew to bring a karban on a bama, the Jew would have to listen because... In the laws of Nevoah, we learn that a Navi has the power to temporary, temporarily override the mitzvahs of the Torah. And if a Navi tells a Jew to bring a carbon on a Bama, the Jew has to obey and bring a carbon on a Bama. And in that case, not only would a carbon be brought, but the Jewish person's obligation to listen to the Navi would constitute that Incredibly, even though usually a bama cannot allow for the fulfillment of a personal personal obligation, cannot allow for the delivery of a personal carbon, but in this case, when the navi tells the Jew to bring a carbon, not only does he have a mitzvah to listen to the navi, but he has a mitzvah to bring this carbon. He has an individual obligation to bring this carbon on the bama. And here, a personal carbon is being brought on a bama, something which is not even possible during the days when bama was for, was 
permitted. And now because of the Navi's exceptional instruction, it can be accomplished. And a personal obligation to bring a carbon can be fulfilled on a bama. This is one of the reasons why the Gemara in Zvachim goes to great, to great lengths to describe the laws of how to bring a carbon on Obama, even though by the time the Gemara was written, you weren't allowed to bring a carbon on Obama. But should the need ever arise because a Navi, which a Navi can arise at any time in Jewish history, maybe it's not as common as it used to be, but a Navi can arise at any point in Jewish history. And should a Navi arise and tell a Jew to bring a carbon on a Bama, you have to know how to do it. So the Gemara goes and tells you how to do it. And even though the likelihood is so slim, but the power of a carbon being brought on a Bama by the exceptional instruction of a Navi is so great that the Gemara finds it necessary to tell you all the ins and outs and details because this carbon. It's not only a carbon is being brought, but a personal obligation is being fulfilled. It's not only a mitzvah in the realm of nevuah to listen to the Navi, it's even a mitzvah in the realm of karbanis, to bring this carbon on this bama, and it affects not only the animal which is made into a carbon, but it affects the person who has fulfilled a personal duty to bring this carbon. How can we access this kind of experience today? Of course, in Shul. A Shul, a base Medrash, is the modern version of the base Amigdash or the Mishkan or the Bama where the Navi tells you to bring a Karban. In a Shul, not only is a mitzvah done, a prayer recited, but the subjective experience is also achieved. The person fulfills an obligation and is impacted by the experience. Not only is the objective met, but the person is also transformed. And that's why at any opportunity that you have to do something in a shul, even if the same something, the same mitzvah or whatever it is can happen somewhere else with the same care and attention, but if it can be done in a shul, you'll gain the additional blessing of that power that is to be found usually only in the Beis Migdash and the Mishkan, or a Bama where the Navi tells you to bring it, you'll find it in the Shul, in the Beis Medrash, until the days when Mashiach comes and restores for us the third Beis Migdash.